0: Stanford University.
1: what so far uh, is actually developed and work in progress. So let's just uh, listen to this quick uh, so everybody gets a kind of an idea. The Gross Zygmunt project is a music performance multimedia installation using sound sculptures in a kinetic set design along with vocalists and actors. Using an interdisciplinary approach, different mediums are explored by synchronizing speech, voice, sound, video, projections, sculpture, and historical elements, including human tragedy. All above mentioned components will be represented on stage with a real physical appearance, as opposed to an artificial or virtual medium, using low-tech real-time contractions, interface with the most sophisticated technology especially developed for this project. <coughs> the narrative of the Gurs Zyklus project reflects back onto my own personal curiosities since childhood about what happened to the local Jewish community in the German village on the French border The magnitude of this reality is almost impossible to comprehend. So for some time now, I've tried to express and visualize this inner experience using kinetics, visual and oral elements to come to terms with the complexity of the circumstances. It also functioned as a healing process. was a work that came up on numerous occasions in my lifetime, a series of art coincidences and chance associations that were always surprising and intriguing. Gurs was an internal camp in the French Pyrenees Mountains, where all the Jews from my region were sent in 1940. Years later, when I worked with the composer Conrad and Caro, he spoke about being imprisoned at Gurs after serving in the Lincoln Brigade fighting fascism in Spain. Later, when I mentioned beginning to explore the concept of a Gurs installation performance in an interview in the New Yorker magazine, Victor Rosenberg, one of the descendants of a family interned at Gurs, happened to read the article and wrote to me. He offered to share personal correspondence from his relatives sent from the camp, over 200 letters, and other documents. All the musical, compositional, theatrical, lyrical materials have a definite connection to the camp. Excerpts, rearrangements of Nantiero's compositions, especially study number 6 and study number 12, will be performed on mechanical string instruments placed in a surround sound configuration. Some other musical elements are based on correspondence from the Bruce internees and will be recited or sung by four voices in unison, but in different temporal structures and languages, alamonish, english, french, and hebrew. Accompanied by the organ, a custom-designed sculptural instrument. That utilizes small flames in glass tubes to create long, sustained, low pitched organ sounds. Based <coughs> on the first letter sent from Gürz in 1940, describing the four day train ride ordeal with details of stops at various stations, in September 2008, I embarked on a train trip from Germany to France along the same route. <coughs> Using recordings and photographs to document my own journey to course. All the collected material will be incorporated in several kinetic contraptions using sound, video, and projection. The so picture wheel contraption is an 8 foot, 2.5 meter, motorized rotating device which resembles a film reel. On the outside perimeter are mounted 24 photos of the train stations, described in the first letter written by Julius Rosenberg out of the camp in November 1940. A digital camera captures the train station's images of Colmar, Mulhouse, Belfort, Bessasson, Lyon, Avignon, Nîmes, Montpellier, Narbonne, Toulouse, and Po in a way that would feel like sitting in a moving train passing by all the stations. The image will then be projected (coughs) onto several custom-made CRT screens, which are suspended around the stage. The surround sound source is a custom-made kinetic speaker contraption. Two 30-foot long teeter-totter trusses with a rotating circular loudspeaker unit moves back and forth on this track. Near the pivot point, a linear motion control mechanism moves the entire truss up or down. So the loudspeaker unit runs along the track where the sound is wirelessly fed into a battery backup amplifier system. All the sound files are recorded on a recent trip to And when they are paid back, they reassemble The original sounds like a train passing by. The only surviving witnesses to this tragedy are the existing old-growth trees that have absorbed these events. The bark of this species is particularly striking and inspired me to scan and document the different patterns and color spectrums Translating the matrix into the musical notation, I was reminded of the similarity between the tree bark and the bark-like paper rolls of Conrad McKay's music. Another of the many visual and musical components are the liquid letters, letters of the alphabet formed by falling water drops to spell the names of some of the victims. The water will drip on pre-heated metal plates. Below to create a screen of steam where the images of the victims will be projected. Slowly the faces will have evaporated with the steam. All of the elements of the course cyclus seems to have a natural correlation to each other, completing the cycle that was begun many years ago. So this was. Uh Several months ago, uh, kind of the first idea, first kind of concept how everything uh, should come together. And, and only, I should go a little bit more back, like um, two years ago I got got a grant from Creative Capital in New York. Uh, two, two years before uh, I bought this project, I didn't get it. I tried again and then two years later I got uh, the grant from Creative Capital to get some money to do research and development on this project and how Creative Capital works, and like, there was like quite a lot of um, 2000 applications and only I think 20 or 30 made it so they do for, for their 30 uh, uh, grantees every two years some kind of event Where you go can present uh, these ideas, and they also invite curators and uh, people who work in in different institutions. And uh, so I was presenting this kind of idea in front of this uh, uh, panel, and there was um, Jenny Billfield sitting in the audience and uh, listening to all the different uh, presentations. So after. and up, I also could assign uh, three different people to uh, talk with them how this project actually could, could get started, what kind of help I would need, what kind of institutions would be interesting. So I was consulting uh, different uh, people. And uh, in about a few weeks later, I got the phone call from uh, Jenny Billfield saying Stanford is interested in this project. And this was, of course, immediately uh, it didn't work like uh, one year before with this presentation. There was nobody uh, phoning and, 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 and was looking for an interest. So suddenly there was an interest and this of course uh, was immediately kind of a, a, a point to, to go back and think about it, that actually this project, which was in my mind since years and years uh, and it probably goes back when I was 10 years old and found this kind of uh, graveyard this uh, Jewish graveyard completely overgrown and you couldn't read the Hebrew uh, inscriptions of the stone So coming home and asked the parents what what is this you know like what 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 does this mean uh, we cannot read this and this was kind of really how 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 we might work how how I was constantly, like, searching for, uh, like, to understand, searching for uh, certain kind of um, angels. And and uh, this also reflects back, like, this kind of finding this kind of gravestones, like, trying to for this kind of <coughs> levels. This made me also thinking um, how, like, with the water dripping, like, with the names, when, when uh, this will be uh, something that would be water dropping and spelling names of the victims, this would be the same curiosity maybe for young people to, to ask what are these names, where these names are coming from, what happened to these people. So that's uh, the way how I would think in terms of how I uh, work with this material and and um, and how this can be expressed somehow in other means using visual. Uh, elements using musical elements using uh, these elements. Where I'm, uh, where I'm feeling comfortable to uh, talk about or to express, and um, and that's also <coughs> like uh, after hearing constantly this word gurus, which came constantly up somehow through coincidences. It wasn't until when uh, when Caro. Talked about in the mid-80s. I went to Mexico to to scan all uh, the piano rolls, and of course he talked a lot. And and, and he was kind of reluctant to talk about uh, his involvement in, in with the Lincoln brigades in Spain. He only mentioned that it was a very dirty and and very terrible war. But then. Uh, the big surprise was like, when they finally reached and fled into France, he uh, was quite cold, he was quite, uh, couldn't understand how bad it was treated uh, by the French uh, being uh, first living on uh, or being herded onto the coast uh, on the beach where they had to uh, cover themselves in sand because it was February, it was very cold and then later when this camp was filled uh, it was in turn under this conditions in, 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 in this uh, barracks. So it was constantly like through this kind of be uh, uh, <coughs> remembered, uh, there was always like this, rush, how can I uh, write about, or how can I comprehend, and how can I express this somehow? And I never found really a way to do this except for using kind of visual and musical elements to uh, to look for, and then of course, like when the like how it was starting with the research, uh, why did Nando go to to Spain? Uh, it was mainly uh, solidarity with the Spanish uh, intellectuals, and after uh, Lorca was killed, uh, it sparked like uh, from the international uh, intellectual community this kind of First to go there and, 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 and fight against fascism. So again, for me it was then looking more uh, back this connection Lorca. Maybe there's a connection Lorca, uh, Garcia Lorca, and then Hero. And, Haro, and uh, of course he uh, and Hero he uh, had several books of uh, Lorca. Like he had a tremendous library uh, in his studio. And uh, so I looked a little bit more into it, but. I couldn't really find anything, but then I found um, like this transcripts uh, from these generals in Granada, how to how they communicated via Morse code, which it's not clear it's, it was Morse code. But then uh, the signal was from general, uh, these generals uh, ordering Garcia's, uh killing was give him coffee, plenty of coffee. <laughs> and uh, this meant, uh, this was like in Morse code so for me it was like Morse code as a young person, I learned it Uh, Mm -hmm. I was interested in Morse code, so for me I could immediately uh, listen how this would actually sound like and um, just, uh, I'm not sure I have a idea, but uh, just visually uh, looking uh, how how this could could be a part of of, um, like, like the word it's, it could be then a translation from the uh, da da, like the G and then two points is, is, is uh, I, and then the B is D, 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 whatever. So when, when you would uh, listen to it, how, how rhythmically this would sound, this will be suddenly like the uh, score for the beginning of the piece where we the uh, custom yet, because Lorca was uh, uh, very interested in, in, in Chips and the gypsy music, so Kostanets would like start to to play this rhythmic uh, 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 score, but it, it's basically translated from the Morse code of me coffee and then you have coffee. So all this kind of material, uh, which also showed a little bit uh, on, on the video, uh, it's it's kind of uh, used in a more the compositions are more like. Uh, how I always work, it's more in, in, a un- or in, a, in a different way, it's, it's not possible people writing down, and, 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 and uh, writing the uh, music down like in, in a traditional way. But it's always based on, on some kind of translation of, of something different which was relating directly to the piece, and uh, that's also like how, like, uh, how uh, the like the interest of Nantero's music with with, with the Spanish, or the Spanish influence when he came back after the war was quite interesting to look more into it. And there are especially two studies, like study number six and study number 12, which have quite a a, a strong Spanish influence. So I was thinking how to uh, use this kind of two, two studies, to rearrange, not the musical content, but the different voices, in a way, that it was actually starting to play, study number six, and since I want to start with water and ending with water, it's actually water trips falling down. Firstly, it's like uh, completely uh, random, but they also hitting strings, like piano strings, which are, or guitar strings, uh, on the floor. They are uh, placed, so the water trips are actually hitting the string and they would play the ostinata of study number six. So it starts with just like the visualizing of, of the score, you actually see the uh, relation of the water trips, how how uh, the tempo relation, how they look like, and then you can hear it. So, and that's kind of ideas of, and also like in study number 12, the strumming, how um, uh, it was done on piano. this could also be done completely different on stage so these are all ideas of, of how to put this uh, uh, part of this uh, particular um, section together and just using visual and musical elements and, and not so much the dialogue of uh, presenting uh, this more as, uh, as a narration and uh, it's more like to Visualize and, and to, to um, moving the sound uh, through space and then using different visual elements to explain this kind of uh, uh, part of, of what happened. So it's also like things like the arts uh, gave the okay. Uh, immediately, I was interested to have also somebody, a uh, professional person, involved in terms of uh, uh, who has. Kind of uh, glad that the okay uh, that it was uh, okay to uh, collaborate uh, with Rindy Eckert uh, on this piece, using him uh, as a collaborator. Where he would also act as a, uh, a narrator, kind of uh, act as, as a singer and and there are also like four other panels <coughs> involved uh, in the piece, and they also work similar like Lenkero's uh, temporal structures where actually voice, like the text and some kind of translation of the letters out of this pen uh, will be used, where uh, the soprano voices will um, work in a similar way with this temporal relations. And then all the musical uh, uh, content, the musical part, uh, comes, uh, like it was showing a little bit, out of the bar, uh, which I photographed from the trees because this was the only witness I could find uh, at this camp in the mm-hmm. There was no other any other witnesses. But through uh, uh, this kind of whole development, uh, more and more coincidences came up. Like uh, learning, all the through life, the arts uh, uh, that uh, a person here in Palo Alto, uh, Manny Waldman, phoned uh, and, and said uh, what. What is going on about this Ruhr's project? And it turned out that uh, Manny uh, Wildman was 10 year old in Toronto in URSS, And I talked to him, and he told me that he had, was actually painting and sketching certain kind of uh, pictures, of how it looked like. And all this kind of uh, coincidences which, which came through the last. Uh, 20, 30 years. these are all kind of parts which I want to incorporate uh, in the piece. So it's still in a, uh, uh, the concept uh, still in, in, in the concept design. I will meet with uh, Rindy for a week uh, beginning of June and then we try to uh, sort out all these different elements which uh, I was planning to use uh, in the piece and with the help and with the collaboration of Brindy this this might change uh, the whole direction which I'm quite open to and because right now there are all these kind of elements but the main elements are the kinetic objects which are uh, under construction right now and all this is kind of semi-functioning so I know eventually all these ideas uh, which are, it's easier to put it on paper, making sketches and, and doing a presentation, but as soon you start building the stuff, uh, then, you, <coughs> then all these uh, surprises are coming. How does it work? Does it really work? And how would it be done? How could it be transported? How could it be moving somewhere else? And, and uh, so there's a lot of this kind of uh, logistics which um, are kind of kicking in right now because uh, it's always easy to have photos of whatever, you know, ideas and, and, and talk about but no, it's actually reality and, and, uh, and the great part is also, just last week, um, uh, it was, it was uh, Sasha Lightman and uh, Adam uh, was at uh, my studio so we, we talked about what, what could actually be done with these units uh, I'm uh, developing right now uh, how beneficial it could be for the students to work uh, with these uh, tools uh, on their own and developing other ideas, and that's kind of uh, was always my uh, interest to share the ideas, to, to collaborate, because I'm sitting basically alone most of the time in my studio uh, working, tinkering around and, and trying uh, out how this actually uh, could come and work together, so it's always uh, Great to have uh, other kind of minds involved to talk about, to, to uh, uh, exchange ideas, and, and that's kind of the whole process. I always imagine that it's more on a collaborative, collaborative, collaborative level uh, involved. So it's it's, it's more like uh, the work of, of multiple uh, minds, and not just one person who tries to, to do completely on their own. So. Um, That's uh, definitely right now the the, uh, part of of all this. I know it it, it, uh, works right now. I had another intern from Hal Arts uh, three weeks ago. We actually worked on the rotating speaker uh, system, and that's all wireless, and this worked very well. So we had to design a special kind of speaker unit, which, first of all, has great qualities. But then it has to be wireless. It has to be uh, uh, power through a certain track, and, and all these kind of uh, parts are uh, kind of semi-done. Like the prototype works, and, and no, it's no uh, problem to have actually the real kind of unit uh, put together. So all this kind of preliminary uh, ideas like this could could be done completely here, broken uh, with the So certain certain parts have to be. Kind of pre-conceived, uh, pre-built, pre-kind uh, of uh, figured out, but then uh, getting the other part of the impact of the students, how the tool could be used, how how different kind of uh, elements could be used, and Also than there's other video, big video, kind of uh, part as well, how to interact uh, with the sound, with the video, with the whole visual, and then the whole stage design, and that's kind of still. Uh, not uh, completely uh, finished yet because through this kind of uh, through the collaboration and through the kind of uh, talk to different consultants there's always like a different idea coming which is always helpful to to make it uh, more uh, exciting so that's uh, I don't know maybe it's easier to, to talk about a few things then somebody would when you have some questions, or and then maybe as go to talk about certain kind of uh, detailed parts, so it's probably easier. when, yeah,
0: um, so here's a question I've been i meaning to ask you for some time, which is: do you, Have you created the instruments in order to serve a, a, a musical and dramatic goal, or have you created the you know the other way around? Have you imagined was, is what, which is coming, how have the, the um, three-dimensional, sort of, interests informed the dramatic and, and vice versa?
1: There was always like, for example, the fire organ which uh, is completed, uh, the sound is completely done with uh, thermodynamics. It's just a gas flame inside the glass tube. And, uh, and it has a very similar kind of uh, uh, will sound like our own human voice. It also has the same kind of octave just like our own human voice. So it, it, it's very close to uh, our human voice with all the overtones. So it's a very rich kind of sound. You actually can feel it. And you can uh, see uh, a blind uh, person would feel the vibration. A deaf person would actually see the flame, the oscillation of the flame, uh, to distinguish between a low pitch and a high pitch because you can see it, and also the color uh, like from a yellow into a blue so all these elements I uh, was always kind of going back uh, thinking about this piece because Wurst to uh, project I don't know how many years years goes back which I had in mind that this uh, uh, instrument like the fire orb uh, uh, is, is the instrument which is a part of it then also like uh, on the trip to Wurst uh, in the train sitting in the train listening to all the train tracks and then the idea came up how can I uh, represent this uh, kind of some experience that when this in the train when the sound goes by or for visualizing how the train station goes by so that's kind of where it started post to think what kind of tools can be developed to, to make this kind of happen that uh, the audience who sits in the center will actually uh, uh, the goal of this experience, how the sound moves through space. And that, of course, was always a part of my interest, uh, how to move space, uh, how to move sound through space, like having it on different levels, uh, so audiences could, could uh, distinguish between uh, the sound is only up there or only down there. And I didn't want to use uh, just like loudspeaker systems, I was always more interested to use real kind of kinetic contraptions to do this so the audience could actually watch what's going on, where the sound is coming uh, from, what is actually making the sound. And that's also a part of, of, of this piece that uh, the audience would be completely like uh, uh, familiar after a while how where the sound of the visual images coming from. And it's not something artificially like pumped into a system that's coming from all of what you actually see and hear and feel and and experience this kind of part, which each human uh, uh, or individual can actually feel the vibration of of the different kind of uh, instruments. So again, some instruments are used or not not complical have words uh, in mind, like the two pianos which had this kind of uh, uh, mechanized 88 signal system. I did make this, I don't know, 20 or 30 years ago. So they are just used uh, again as a tool to play uh, the piano, uh, play MKO's music uh, on, on these two pianos. I kind have of a corollary question. i was curious uh,
0: in the text of the Rosenberg letters, which I believe are Right. How much of a direct relationship are you thinking about between the content of the text and what we'll be hearing in terms reflecting their emotion, or is there a more conventional
1: relationship between the text and the sound? Well, uh, then again, when the text is it's mostly spoken, then. And then there's also, like, uh, on this CRT screens, uh, you wouldn't actually see uh, the lips moving from the close up of, of the four different people uh, voices who, who are talking so uh, and then they are uh, also talking in, on different pitch levels so it's it's again uh, it's again the visual image you actually see the movements because they're speaking four different languages and nobody can really understand uh, what they are speaking at this moment because they are all kind of people inter- uh, lazing into each other but you can follow the uh, like lip uh, movements uh, of an uh, individual language. and So these are all right now still um, experiments which, which are not uh, complete yet and that's kind of all the other kind of, uh, it's almost like a, what, 10 months or 12 months uh, left to, uh, to go through this kind of experimentation, how like, the relationship for example, some levels, uh, it was just a list of food they would, uh, the packages were was sent into, into the camp and just to, to really see the amount like uh, 25 grams of milk uh, powder uh, or a very tiny amounts, you know, like when uh, you think you go through this sort of effort and, and, and send a package but <coughs> you only send this sort of kind of amount, you know, like today, Almost impossible to even think that somebody would, you know, like uh, deal with this tiny amount of, of, of uh, uh, ingredients to do a certain kind of uh, 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 food for certain festivities. So that's also just to see, like, just to see the list, for example, that the list uh, would be projected and, and spoken. What, what what does it mean that somebody, you know, like, uh, is waiting for a month or whatever time frame? For, for this kind of package. So that different kind of, uh, uh, I mean it's like, most levels basically just describe uh, how desperate everybody was. Uh, also, most levels was uh, uh, indicating uh, when they would get an affidavit from somebody in the United States, they could get the paperwork and, and could get out. But this affidavit and, 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 and nothing ever came. So this kind of desperation was uh, really kind of in each level, uh, totally there, and 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 that's also what uh, uh, somehow I don't know yet exactly which level will be will, will be used and, and and to what extent. Because also like uh, working later then with Wendy, uh, I want to see what 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 his impact what his uh, uh, idea is about which part should be used. So. Uh,
0: visualizing if there's so many disparate kinds of things you've got. are you imagining them
1: all the same at ones or changing around I no they are definitely that. like they're uh, they are going not on simultaneously like they, they're going from section from parts to parts into other parts so that's uh uh nothing will be uh going on you know uh, so like an orchestra or Right. It's like different sections of, of, of the water style will be in different uh, you know, parts. And How is this uh, whole experience that you're <coughs> engaged with
0: uh,
1: remembered in your home village today, your, your town? But didn't you say in the beginning that, that this was inspired because of where you grew up and this graveyard where you couldn't translate? How, how's this dealt with today? Well, today uh, let's go back when I was going. Uh, I was born in fifty-one, so end of 50s uh, when the history lessons were starting, uh, you know, in school. Um, I remember that all the history books they had uh, the pages was missing from nineteen thirty-three on, so they were just ripped out. They wasn't there because history was. Uh, <laughs> Had to be, you know, like, uh, in, um, for the um, right, like, uh, because there was no like, the books, you know, like, printed, like, uh, right after war, uh, where, where they could, you know, like, deal with this kind of issue. And this was already the first, uh, you know, I remember seeing this book and wondering why are there pages missing, you know, like, uh, and, and, uh, Then the next part was, uh, I was then, probably when I was a little bit older, like 14, 15, then asking who was uh, a Nazi in my neighborhood, who was uh, actually uh, a part of it. And the interesting part was, of course, that uh, all these Jewish uh, neighbors wasn't harassed by the local Nazi group. They would bring other groups from other villages. Like a Kristallnacht or, or some sort of kind of event was planned uh, by the party that they would send a group from this village into another one to, to demol- demolish their, their houses and, and business and everything. So they didn't know these people. So it wasn't the next door neighbor Nazi who was actually uh, smashing your window. They would do it somewhere else. And what uh, I was still curious, you know, like, uh, uh, also like teachers, for example. Uh, especially the older teachers, did they, or was they once in the party, how active uh, was they, and fortunately at home, my parents and grandparents, both sides, they was uh, uh, in in the, not in the Nazi party, as a member, because they was uh, uh, in the Socialistic party, so they was actually uh, fighting always against uh, the global kind of, Groups in, in, in the village. So they, when I would ask all this question, who was you know like some of my friends' parents? Obviously, I knew which one who was in in, in the Nazi uh, party, very active, because my parents uh, spoke openly about uh, this kind of issue. But then again, the whole kind of in, in the 60s, uh, even going into the 70s, in schools, it was still kind of a taboo kind of. Uh, uh, we are. We are. It wasn't really like, especially it was in, in the village itself. Nobody talked about it, and when he was uh, looking for more uh, information, uh, uh, it was impossible to get. And there was a few incidences uh, I remember as a, as a kid, where the uh, 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 Protestant priest was uh, from the local priest or the the <coughs> yes, we are Protestant we priests priest or. Uh, Yeah, Uh, uh, There was like uh, swastikas uh, with blood on on the house, you know, and and I remember coming home, you know, and and, uh, asking what what happened. And in certain kinds of incidents, there was always, in our home, there was no problem to talk about, but then when I would talk to other friends who was the same age, they would, uh, first of all, they would completely uh, ignore it and neglect it, and, and there was no discussion. So I knew there was a difference, and and uh, only then later, uh, I guess in, in the 80s uh, in school there was a much more different kind of curriculum, uh, 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 different kind of discussion going on about uh, uh, Nazi time. But in the 60s it was it was completely kind of taboo uh, a discussion. Right. Right, so you made your train ride just two years ago, or three years ago, right? Uh, That's right, yeah. So how, how is it in the village today? You started in the village, right? right. Well, since 1980, there's an exchange going on with, with all the uh, Jewish uh, former, like, whoever survived or who, who was uh, any grade. They have now, like, uh, since the last 30 years, uh, a regular kind of uh, experience. Like every few years they would meet, they would invite like the British would invite them whoever survived and they would come for a week. And and right now, like this October, it's the seventieth anniversary of, of the trade right. Uh, so there's all over like uh, this kind of uh, uh, <coughs> memorial uh, or this kind of festivities going on, a lot of people uh, will be invited again and, and of course you know it's seventy years. Uh, Almost everybody uh, isn't alive anymore. So, uh, but there's still like the, the uh, uh, people who, like the, uh, uh, the children of what? How do you uh, call like them? Uh, the survivors, the grandchildren of the survivors. Uh, they are still uh, are curious, you know, and they're coming and and look what where uh, their grandparents live. And, and which houses uh, they belong to, and, and uh, so that. Uh, but again, you know, like when I was in Burroughs, interestingly, uh, the site was uh, a part of the site, people actually building, uh, was building houses on it, like people are living there now, like families, <coughs> uh, was building houses on there, and uh, the future of the cities like Karlsruhe, uh, Freiburg and time they uh, was interested to keep the uh, graveyard, uh, uh, like to to put gravestones and then keep the graveyard up, and they actually had to lease the land from the French uh, to work on it, because otherwise they couldn't do anything. So, uh, from the French part, that's still kind of, uh, uh, there's not much in terms of uh, information out there about what happened in yours. Because it wasn't under Nazi, uh, uh, the guards wasn't uh, Nazi guards, it was uh, French uh, police guards. And, uh, but again, like when, when the whole, um, um, with the Spaniards basically um, was gone, there was for a few months uh, uh, some internees, mainly from uh, German Jews who lived in France. Like Hannah Arendt, like the philosopher, she was there uh, in turn for uh, a few months, a few weeks. Fortunately, she had some paperwork, uh, could show some paperwork, so she could immigrate to uh, the United States. So they, the French, uh, not the Vichy regime, uh, the northern part of, of the Vichy, they would actually round up all the uh, shoes uh, and send them to Durs. But then. Uh, they uh, ended completely, so they had an empty can. So then the machine, machine offered the Nazis the empty can for, I think, uh, seven, seven, seven francs and a few centimes per per week. So they made for each uh, two uh, for six thousand five hundred who uh, just came made quite some some big big money on on that, just to rent out this empty can. So, for, for me it was more uh, important, like, before I could start to work on this piece, I had to be there first, just to, to, to not, I knew there was nothing left, I knew there was no, was uh, uh, just like one pair, uh left, um, but, and the other one was rebuilt uh, to, to show, but there was just like growing all these uh, new trees on there, so it, it's just like a side, I know it has a name, uh, more or less, but like, I heard 10, 15 years ago there was hardly anything there, so people didn't know about what, what happened there. But uh, when I was there again, like for me, it was more important to uh, like seeing, first of all, like this old, old trees, like the bark was incredible, and immediately this idea came that this kind of uh, information of the bark could be actually translated again into a musical. Uh, uh, information and also like the bar uh, from my own village uh, some years ago i was uh, collecting uh, nearby the houses where the the, uh, the jews was living and it's just like at certain times a year you go and it's just like uh, this kind of uh, you know bar and and it's just like falling down and i'm always using this because again it's almost like a piano roll uh, which resembles like's work because you can I can read this but when I get some kind of a uh, pitch and time uh, 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 schedule on there and then I can translate all this information and, and that's how like uh, most of the libretto work is is translation of, of this uh, of this different part uh, and, and, and then also for the photographs, which are very colorful and it's, it's nothing Photoshop. So it's, it's it's just like how how it actually, uh, of course, labeled like the computer program doesn't look so much into color, like it gets then uh, goes into a, a grayscale, and then through this chip program, it will be then translated into a MIDI score where then the instruments uh, play. Uh. But it's also like uh, this kind of images will be projected on this big uh, screen and in front of this big screen I have this robotic arm which moves the camera uh, in different positions to look for certain sections and then in real time this uh, bark will be translated into the musical score so the audience again can also watch how how this whole process goes uh, to uh, see the image while it's translated into the musical score. Of Do you have any more work we can see in yours? Uh, not right now. <laughs> uh, so the next time, what I wasn't uh, uh, prepared to sentence in terms of uh, um, just work on this kind of presentation uh, about this project, uh, more kind of details like this. Uh, uh, this part that we just saw before was, just, it was done a while ago and know it's way more like this was just kind of sketch. Like right now, it's way more kind of material and objects actually in in in, in working order. So, um, so the next time I'm doing this, I have uh, I'm be a little bit better prepared uh, and 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 show more like uh, uh, images which are existing right now. How the whole process, uh, how the whole process actually. Uh, comes together because it's always like for so many years it was just floating in my mind Uh, I want to do this but you always need uh, uh, a phone call to somebody okay do it and then usually when the check is in the mail then it breaks (laughs) off so otherwise it's always like uh, just like somewhere floating around but there's no commitment and as soon as this kind of uh, commitment and also like this challenge, then, uh, <coughs> then it's really time to start working. Maybe <coughs> can <coughs> <and, coughs> have you progress days at karma Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is a um, documentary that we're going to
0: try to show sometime in the next few months. Actually, if I yeah, I'd, I'd like to speak to this. this is Sasha Lightman who has been spearheading this at Sasha with Person who is also here. I'm Jenny. Still filled with light the arts and I just I, first of all I just wanted you all to know that this is sort of the first um, time we've really had a chance to introduce Tripp more broadly He has been to Carmen to um, Harry Berlier's class uh, within the art department and a whole bunch of us ten of us went up to Seattle before um, the winter break to visit him in the studio and talk about how we might um, have this project sort of expand um, to sort of fill the campus and so many of you have come today because you received um, a packet inviting you to participate and I really hope that as you have ideas about ways you can connect and reach um, additional students or faculty members or programs here, um, you'll be in touch with me or with um, Sika, um, with Sarah, with Lisa Kappa. Uh, you will know how to find any one of us, but we would really welcome as many different partners in um, supporting many dimensions of this work so this is definitely the early stage it, it happened all so quickly with this visit last summer that um, we haven't had sort of the luxury of several years of up. so we're very we're to go however you would like to be involved um, we would love to hear your ideas and to find a way to um, embrace them within, within the project so so thank you for going into this much detail today You're welcome. <laughs>